What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. Uh, if you're watching, you notice we're man down. Old man Mookie, Caleb, uh, he had a birthday. He's still not that great at scheduling things. He forgot he had a game to watch tonight with people. We're going to put him on blast. It's, it's whatever at this point. So we're going to be out with Caleb, out without Caleb tonight. Um, but we do have Matt here still holding down the fort, keeping everything organized because, honestly, without Matt, there would be no podcast. What's up, Matt? What's up, Greg? Uh, if you guys want to tweet uh, old man Mookie, 833 is it 833 on twitter you might get you might catch a follow you might not because he does not publicly put himself out there but tweeted him he's old uh someone told me that they saw someone tag him and jokingly said he was 35 (laughs) and then they weren't sure how old he actually was so (laughs) that uh there's that yes he is old um so you can make fun of him for that but as always guys my name is matt Happy to be here. You can follow me on social media at underscore Gutu, number one fan account for Pablo Sanchez. Look, I can't call either one of you guys old because in doing so, I instantly call myself old as well. So I will never call either one of you old. You can bet on that one. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. But Matt, how has your week been? You played any good games? Um, I haven't played a bunch of games this week, actually. Um, I've played a little bit more of Zelda, just diving back into it. Um, had some friends who wanted to get together. Um, and two of my friends are doing the coast to coast thing on, uh, Zelda. So essentially they are following the entire coastline. Um, and then just searching for spots they haven't been searching for treasures they haven't found, finding shrines and stuff like that. Me on the other hand, cause they don't have the DLC, so you can't see where you've been. So they're just doing that. Me on the other hand, mm-hmm. I have the DLC and I can see where I've been. So I've just been dropping into areas I haven't been and just running around. <laughs> gotcha. But that's about it. I, I haven't really played yeah, that I, much. Uh, I started playing some more Atelier. Um, I beat the final boss. So I guess I'm done. But there's like, in order to actually get the credits, I guess there is some endgame stuff you have to do in order to kind of finalized everything so i literally as i was fighting the end game the last boss uh i had a facebook post ready to go up number 13 (laughs) with the cover art and then it was like oh there's more and of course (laughs) as i'm playing through it some of the stuff i need to craft comes from it's like a rare drop so now i have to go i have to do the grind that i don't really like to do to get that but i'm excited because they did just announce this week at tgs that it will be coming on December 3rd for the sequel, as well as a release on the PS5. Um, So I'm now struggling with which console I need to buy it on. Mm. Mm. They also announced two collection editions. (laughs) So hopefully we'll get those stateside. We'll see more money out of my pocket. But here's open. Hope it works. <laughs> I almost, there's like a card that's sitting next to me, and I almost took it and threw it up in the air, but I don't need that captured and on the internet. <laughs> it's like a card card, so. <laughs> now I'm really curious. <laughs> but there has been some, there's some small things this week. You know, some Xbox stuff, a little bit of PlayStation. Pre-orders went back up for the PS5. Small is right. <laughs> Congratulations to... uh 
to those who are able to get one, Ricky, get on the podcast. Every every time. Get. Every time. And we're going to get another one at the end. Of it. Don't worry about it. But you need to be on the podcast, Ricky. I'm, I'm looking right at you. Get on the podcast. Um, so Xbox did their pre-orders. Definitely talk trash on PlayStation. It went flawlessly. Uh, let's. I think we need to look up the textbook definition of flawless because we have two very different definitions. Oh, that was sarcasm, sir. Oh, I was I know. waiting for I the know. rebuttal from you. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't go smooth at all. So there were very few consoles uh, anywhere, um, whether it be in-store or online. And uh, if you were able to secure one, congratulations. If you weren't, you're one of the many. So don't don't feel bad. It happened to everybody. <laughs> but they, they essentially broke the internet Tuesday. They made it go live on the same time. Uh, across the nation, across at least the nation. I don't know about the world, but I know here in the U.S. it was 10 o'clock Central, 11 East Coast, so on and so forth. And web pages went down. Um, stores sold out of them in store almost instantly. Like, they weren't there to be had. Um, and then PlayStation did a round two at GameStop, and it wasn't any different. So, so I, 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 I don't know. Question. Based off of these experiences, and obviously that was, we're now a few days, not quite a week removed from Xbox going live for pre-orders or pre-orders being available to be made. Um, which situation was better or which one was worse? <laughs> <clears throat> so I will tell you, uh, my personal experience as somebody who stop by so um, the PlayStation was by far worse. Mm -hmm. The Xbox, I think, broke the internet uh, just because it went live everywhere. Um, so every you know, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, Sam's Club, wherever you can get a, a, a GameStop, wherever you can buy one of these consoles, the website crashed. Mm -hmm. The in-store lines weren't that bad. Uh, I will tell you, when I got to work on Friday um, at the place that I work at, where, you, like I said, most people stop by to buy games, um, there, when I got there at about 10, 15, there were 40-plus people outside of my store. Uh, we didn't have nearly that many consoles. Oh, I can imagine. Not even close. And then uh, I took care of those customers. Some of those had been outside of my store since 6 p.m. the night before. What? Took care of those customers. Yeah. Yeah. Dude dude, straight camped out. Got his console guaranteed. Got locked. Whatever. He's good to go. But, I mean, the last person that I was able to get a console pre-order uh, showed up at 4.15 in the morning. Oh, man. So, but I took, yeah, I took care of these people. Now, my location opens up at 12. Uh, so I was able to take care of these people. I took care of them before we opened because it doesn't matter anymore, right? Yeah. I have a select few. I have too many people in line. I want to notify the people in line, let them know to jump on the webpage. So hopefully they, they can secure one that way um, since they're already not going to get one in the store. Right. So I took care of them at about 11 o'clock. <clears throat> By noon, when I opened up officially to everybody else, I had another 60 plus people in line outside my store. Oh, Wow. Yeah, it was uh, 
it was a bad situation. So my perspective and my little bubble that I have is although people want the Xbox and they have broken records for Xbox pre-orders, which isn't really that hard, um, let's be honest, PlayStation is in much higher demand. And I think that really just builds off of, you know, the 110 plus million plus units that are out there for uh, PlayStation 4, um, as well as, the, you know, the the pedigree that PlayStation has carried for the last four or five years. So yeah. it's it, it's interesting to watch, but I, I really think PlayStation's the uh, the one that everybody wants. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, I remember, uh, like I said, Last week, uh, I was fortunate enough to pre-secure of the pre-order in the first round whenever that debacle went live. Uh, but just driving around on Friday, I was just like, I happened to pass by a GameStop and I just saw a line just like wrapped around the parking lot going into almost like a main road. And I was just like, what the heck is going on? It's a Friday. I don't remember any games coming out. I thought they were waiting for like next gen. <laughs> and then obviously it's just like, oh yeah, second round of PlayStation orders. And so then I knew a couple friends that were still waiting to get one. Texted them. He's like, yeah, I've been on the website since like 8 a.m. or something like that. It, it, it's just ridiculous. So obviously it, it's really in high demand. Um, execution, not that great, but it's still exciting to see people like out there actively getting it and hopefully uh, aren't being too, too, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dickish. <laughs> oh no, they are. Oh man. All the time. Um, and honestly, like people are saying, Oh, this is horrible. This is the worst I've ever been as this is, would be my second, third PlayStation console launch. Um, this numerous console launches in between there uh, for different other consoles. And and it'd be my second Xbox console launch because I wasn't um, working anywhere at the time to, to sell an Xbox 360. But <clears throat> it's like this all the time. Mm -hmm. Every generation. I mean, I had a guy come up to me yesterday or today or yesterday time, flat circle, can't <laughs> compute. Um, and was really like, they should just make one for everybody. Uh, that's not how but production not, works, supply demand. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to produce a console in normal situations so that everybody, so that there's enough to go around, let alone in the situation we're currently in with COVID, where it's, I mean, you don't know when or where this console is going to be available, how many or anything. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just hanging on and hoping you're able to get one. <clears throat> so, but phones are blowing up. Constant answers. No, mm -hmm. for either one of them. Um, it's, it's rough. It's definitely rough. So if you know somebody who works retail at a place that sells these consoles, just call them up, just say, I'm sorry. And then hang it up. They'll be fine. They, right. they should understand fairly quickly. Yeah. Uh, so please don't call me though. Don't don't <laughs> call me. Just like and subscribe. This that will be my understanding that you're sorry. Yeah, that's your solidarity with retail workers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Appreciate uh, you, Ricky, uh, homeboy Ricky. He had texted me because he had uh, ordered his Xbox through Amazon, 
and classic Amazon oversold and had to send out that email that it's just like, oh, hey, you actually won't be getting this when we promised you you'd be getting this. You're going to have to wait for a little bit. Yep. Uh, so it's, 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 it's not a good situation for, any, for anyone, really. Yeah, I, I am curious, though. Um, maybe we should put a poll up uh, if we have enough people to do a poll with. But were you able to get one if you tried? If not, where did you fail with? Like, who did you try to get it with um, that you weren't successful? And then which one did you get if you were able to secure one? And then, again, where did you get to secure one? If you're one of the lucky few who are able to get both, congratulations. Um I'll let me know what the lottery ticket numbers are. I'm going to go play that tomorrow <laughs> and I'll get that back. Uh, but yeah, I just, I'm really curious to know how many people were able to successfully get one that were trying. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put up a poll on uh, Twitter probably, or just tweet at us at the TDM show, hashtag the TDM show. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Um, what was most interesting though, last week is uh, Bethesda got, they got paid. Mm. They they got money. Like it's are, just ridiculous now, money. Now are we are we talking like Ninja going to Mixer and then being free from all duty seven months later? <laughs> uh, we're talking like Star Wars being purchased almost twice. Ooh, that so is did you see the actual number from this, Matt? I did not. Okay, so for reference, Star Wars was purchased by Disney for I think it was like four billion dollars. Okay, it, that that's a significant chunk of money. Yeah, it is. Microsoft purchased Zenimax, which is the parent company of Bethesda, for seven point five billion dollars. Seven point, like I can't even imagine. What seven point five? I can't imagine what one billion dollars looks like. Right. Let alone seven point five billion dollars. Like that is like serious drug dealer money. That is like war games. Like what money? Like just crazy money. So obviously this is the parent company for Bethesda. So we all so we all know what that means. <laughs> we all know that means. So now it's part of Xbox Studios. But uh, the the company itself. What else do they do? Or like what else Bethesda? are they? No, oh, Zenimax? Yeah, what else are they like in charge of? Because I mean for Microsoft to drop uh, that much money. You, you don't do, you don't just do that for games. Like I don't care what you say. No. I mean that's I think that's their biggest pull. Um let's see. Uh, they uh, on their webpage, Zenimax is an award-winning creator and worldwide publisher of inter interactive entertainment. So it sounds like just games. Mm. All that's listed on their webpage is Bethesda. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. It's all Bethesda games. So I think what it is is Zenimax is the parent company of. Bethesda, because Bethesda is also in the right a um, producer. Mm-hmm. So Bethesda, so Zenimax is the parent company, and then you have the individual companies who also fall underneath them, like uh, Id Software um, and and of the likes. But that that game library that they get is is it's significant. Uh, you got Elder Scrolls, you got Fallout, 
You got Rage, which I don't think is is significant. You got Doom, uh, Prey, more Elder Scrolls, Dishonored. Wow, there's like three different Elder Scrolls titles in there. Dishonored, Evil Within, Wolfenstein, and Do uh, Quake. Mm. So that's it's a pretty serious um, claim to things. But yeah, you have Bethesda Game Studios, Zenimax Online Studios, id Software, Arcane Studios, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, um, Alpha Dog Games Studios. I no idea what those two have done. So it's 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 a pretty significant acquisition they got. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Seven billion dollars for games. Seven point five. Seven point five billion dollars. Man, that okay. So, and I don't remember seeing if uh, Uncle Phil came out and said anything about this or just like um, welcoming them to to the Xbox family. I mean, they've already already had that partnership going on, but. Um, Man, I know one of the things, if Mookie were here, uh, talking about how into this next-gen next console war, there haven't really been those games that would draw people to, um, to Xbox. Now, does that mean they're going to be working on more, like, first-party games, exclusive games for Xbox? What about partnerships with particular games that are going to be cross- um, not cross-platform, but for uh, various consoles. What what does that look like now? Um, are they still in those yeah, agreements? Yeah, cross-platform. Uh, so uh, they are. They have already announced, and this came from Phil Spencer, if I'm mistaken, um, that they will honor the exclusivity already of some of these games. So like Ghostwire Tokyo is exclusive to PlayStation. Mm -hmm. They're not changing that. Um, Deathloop is exclusive to PlayStation. They're not going to change that. Um, Elder Scrolls Online already came out and was like, immediately they were like, hey, don't worry. Nothing's changing. You're still going to be able to play this game on the PS4 and PC and everywhere else. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about it. So you have those three. For the future, who knows? Um, I mean, you're, you're talking Doom is already on Xbox Game Pass. Um, that got announced. I think they've already put, you know, some of the other ones like Fallout's now on Xbox Game Pass. So these are already hitting that kind of not necessarily Xbox exclusivity, but Xbox focus just for like first party games, like they do everything else. Mm -hmm. So, but I think you're right. What does this mean for the future? And did this have an impact on people pre ordering the Xbox? Yeah, because I don't know why it would. Pre orders went live and then they announced it later in the week, right? Or was it like same day or pretty no, close? They announced the purchase on the 21st, which was last Monday. And then pre-orders went live on the 22nd, which was Ooh. Tuesday. That's smart on their part. I could see that swing enough people. And it's just like, I was like, oh, they're putting their money where their mouth is for games, for people. Because, I mean, that's literally the one thing people have been kind of bashing them for. Um, I don't know. That, that's a good question. Like, it does sway some people. But how much of an influence does that have in leading to the pre-order debacle that happened? Yeah, I mean, what is it? What does it do right now for Xbox? Yes, 
they have Doom Eternal now is on Xbox Game Pass. So if you already paid for Game Pass and you didn't buy Doom Eternal yet, go check it out. Not a bad game. Um, that being said, I, I, it kind of brings that same thing that Caleb always talks about, which is he doesn't want an Xbox right now, but as soon as Fable comes out, he'll buy an Xbox. Mm-hmm. So where are we with Elder Scrolls Six? Where are we with that the the space Elder Scrolls game? I can't remember what it's called right now. Uh, Starfield. Um, is is uh, Obsidian going to make another Fallout New Vegas style game, a sequel to that one? Um, I mean, but these are even if they were immediately set into production and ball was rolling, these are all things that are four years out, three or four years out. Mm-hmm. So mid generation cycle. I mean, sure, you you might see Elder Scrolls six in two and a half years. You might see the Starfield in two, three years. But what does it mean? Are they already in production for a new Evil Within 3? Um, a new Wolfenstein game? Doom just came out, so that's a few years out still. I mean, it was four years between Doom in 2016 and Doom Eternal. So I don't know if this will have an immediate impact short of you can now play them on Game Pass on the Xbox. I don't know. It's a great acquisition. And it, it, it leads to a bunch of questions as to what else they want to buy. If they're going to buy anything else, when are they going to do it? Um, will these games actually come to PlayStation or they be console exclusives? Which would be interesting because Microsoft has said in the past that they don't like exclusives, specifically Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. They don't like the exclusivity, but they also own the studios. So it's like a first party studio anyway. So how does that how does that play into things? It's, it's there's a lot of questions to be answered. Um, and no answers going around right now, which is expected. But I interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, it it's interesting for sure. Now, Matt, um, you have any other thoughts on that? It's it's for us for us the consumer slash retailer of these products. It, it's still super early in the process for us knowing anything, um, but I'm interested to, to to see how this plays out. I know, um, obviously, with some of those games being on Game Pass, does that um, I I don't know because who knows how long this has been in the works. Do they have something that they're trying to, um, a secret, I don't, I don't know, I'm literally trying to think of a word, but I can't think of the word. I'm, uh, is this like a secret weapon that they're going to unleash in the final hour prior to release it? It's like, oh yeah, by the way, Xbox fans, here you go. Um, but it, highly unlikely, but I think it'd be cool. But we'll just have to wait and see. Yep, so. Uh, yeah, it's... it's it's. I mean, the only word I can think of is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, but there's a lot that needs to be answered, um, and only time will tell because there's no way for us to know what's going to happen now because it seems like they're in, you know, mid dev cycle for a lot of things at this point. So, mm-hmm. time will tell. Now, Matt, did you watch any of the TGS stuff this weekend, Tokyo Game Show? I did not follow it that closely. Good. Neither did I. Let's <laughs> talk about something else. Xbox 
has found a workaround for Apple not letting them do their game pass sharing thing on their device. Have you seen this? I think I heard about it, but I did not see it. So much like PlayStation, uh, Xbox is is or has updated their um, Xbox app so that you can actually run games through that. Now, it's remotely, but it has to be connected to the same Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. um, which that's a bummer, but understandably so is to reduce you know lag and input and stuff like that. But at least this way, you can, as an iOS owner, um, actually play your Xbox games on a separate screen if your TV is occupied. Mm. So big middle finger up to uh, Apple. Let them know that they don't care and they will find a workaround. And uh, let's see. I'm curious to see if Apple will come at them the same way they went at Fortnite. See, and I... I want to say that they will, but they probably won't just because of it. I mean, it's Microsoft. They really don't want to start that. That's a much bigger, bigger fish to fry. They just <laughs> bought a company for $7.5 billion. He's like, they got time. They got time. Microsoft's like, yo, remember the Zoom? We'll make your stuff Zooms. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, we are getting some new information this week. And of course we're recording this on a Monday. How to record this on a Monday. We wouldn't have any of this information really available to be disappointed. No, we, we can't talk about it for another four days. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, new Pokemon sword and shield news is arriving tomorrow. That's Tuesday and the 29th. Do you have any suspicions, inklings, desires you want to see out of this so there's there's a couple of things that come to mind for me we obviously know there's the second dlc that's coming out they said uh i believe they originally said fall i think november is what was speculated they may have came out and said november um was uh the frozen tundra or whatever the name of the dlc is at the same time earlier this year like january february they had also showed off the new legendary that was supposed to be in sword and shield but had not appeared yet there was supposed to be something coinciding with the release of a new pokemon movie in japan late yeah. summer um not not even a splash not a ripple no, nothing happened so i am seeing two things here happening probably going to get more information on that dlc like when it's going to drop kind of like you're saying greg um and I think they'll finally—they're finally going to give us this legendary. I would hope so, because I mean, the Frozen Tundra is all about raid battles with legendary Pokemon. So we're going to see uh, Galarian, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos. Um, and if not now, then when? Literally, that's the only question I have. Um, but I really hope those two things are going to happen. Yeah, I. Um... I'm looking at these pictures that are up on IGN, and I cannot wait for Moltres and uh, Zapdos. Articuno looks cool. Uh, I won't say no to it. <laughs> Articuno but looks them like a turning, alien. <laughs> it 100%. 100% does. Uh, but then turning Zapdos into a ground chicken, um, <laughs> and then Moltres like going dark fire. Yeah. Like, uh, um, I cannot wait. 
I'm super excited. And they're also bringing in a lot more of the other legendaries as well. So yeah. they're going to add more legendary Pokemon to it. Um, X, Y, Sun, Moon. Looks like Diamond, Pearl. Um, what were the the cloud ones from? Do you remember? Wait, which cloud ones? Are those black and white? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's black and white. Dialga, the... What are they? The, the fairies? That's Diamond and Pearl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, Rayquaz and them are coming too. Yes. How, all, all of Legendaries. Yes. All Legendaries are coming. So, so I guess, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So there will be the raid battles. I don't know if you'll be able to catch them though. Which would be kind of dumb considering they're putting them in there. Um, but at the same no, time... No, if they put them in raid battles, you should be able to catch them. Not necessarily, because what they did earlier this summer, um, I think it was kind of like a late promo with Pokemon Home, even prior to the movie that came out um, with Zero Aura, was they were in raid battles. You couldn't catch him, but he was in raid battles. Um, huh. And so I could see them doing that. Uh, there might be special promo where they do, again, like Zero Aura, where it's like, oh, if we get a million people who fight him in a raid battle, and then you import a Pokemon into Pokemon Home from Sword and Shield, you'll get Zapdos, you'll get Ho-Oh, you'll get Celebi, or whatever it is. Um, so I could see them doing that, because that's kind of been their MO for, for this round of Pokemon games. Um, but I hope you're able to actually catch them yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, I didn't. I haven't picked Pokemon back up. I own the Season Pass. I purchased it. I never touched pokemon again mm-hmm. maybe this will like I, I want i heard that this is supposed to have more content in it so i just don't want to go catch a stupid amount of diglets oh, i heard that and i was out yeah so no and it's not if you had to catch that it, you had to find them you had to find 151 diglets 150 nope nope i think it was like 100 but still a stupid amount of diglets way too many diglets one too many diglets 100 too many diglets um yeah, I, I get how that's frustrating for people. I don't think uh, Isle of Armor was nearly long enough as a DLC. It added some fun stuff, added some new Pokemon. Uh, but again, for this one, I hope there's more to it. Uh, I hope what would be really fun is if they kind of pull what they did in gold and uh, silver, or maybe it was crystal, where you end up finding red in a cave. So if you're able to find like other trainers and battle them from like different regions, I think that'd be really fun. That would be cool. I'd, I'd be down for that. Um, trying to see if there's anything else that we missed from this week. Is there anything that you know of that you want to talk about? Um, not that I can think of. Yeah, I mean they showed off more footage of um, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. At TGS, which is is cool, um, but that's I don't know wasn't wasn't too big. It just kind of solidified my desire to buy that game. That's about it. Yeah. Um. I know that. Uh, did we ever talk about uh, Spider Man coming to PS Five? Did we talk about that? I think that information. No. Might have- come out that either. just happened in this last week yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so um 
obviously Spider-Man uh, that came out on PS4 uh, was toted and showcased on PS5, early PS5 uh, dev kits uh, just to show off how powerful it is and how cool it looked. So obviously now they're bringing it to PS5. Um, the only catch is you won't be able to bring over any of your saved data from PS4. And I guess the way that it was worded through some, the article I saw was on IGN, the way it worded made it sound like clickbait. <laughs> and it was just like, you like no cross, like no save data in new PS5 Spider-Man or whatever. Cause I mean, I feel like that that's kind of expected if you're on a completely different console with a game that is uh, bolstered and augmented for this next gen that you, you won't necessarily have that available to you. I'm okay with that because I never platinumed it, and I know there was very key moments that if you miss, you can't platinum or you can't 100% Spider-Man. So I'd be okay with playing it again, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm going to... Actually, I think you do get it if you get Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm right there with you. Like, it's... It's not really a surprise, but it really just depends. What does that mean for these other games? Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the games that are on the PlayStation uh, Plus Pass or whatever you want to call it? With all these, you know, the God of War and stuff like that. Like, is that save data going to carry over? Mm-hmm. Because if that save data carries over, but the save data from the PS4 version of Spider-Man doesn't, then you have a problem. Yeah. Then it's like, what? why are you guys being so lazy? But if none of that stuff carries over from the PS4, None of the save data carries over, and then this is the same way. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that some people are a little burnt, and I understand it because there's there's a lot of games out there right now that even cross-platform the save transfers. So, like, um, if I'm not mistaken, Hades, which is a brand new game that just came out to Switch, mm-hmm. um, and I uh, don't think it's only on Switch right now. I know it's been on PC for a little while, and it's getting great reviews. It actually has cross save from PC to Hades, and if not yet, it will shortly. Um, so you'll be able to actually play on both platforms. And, and there are other games that have done similar to that. And it's it's not just cross generation; it's cross platform. So I can understand why the frustration would be there, um, but this isn't exactly breaking the norm either. So it's. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of both sides. Like I, I get it. I'm not surprised by the anger, um, but I'm also not surprised that it's not available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think the important so thing I, that you, you noted there was, again, it just depends on how they handle everything else. Um, PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. Collection, um, what seems to be uh, a curated library, as they called it. Um, it's, again, we don't know much about that. So whatever they do with that, I think, will kind of help the gamer or the the consumer kind of know which way they're going to be feeling about that. Uh, one thing I, I will know, I, I forgot, we, we brought this up amongst each other that came out of Tokyo Game Show was the play, uh, Xbox Series S has already taken a $30 price cut in Japan. Not even out yet. Mm-hmm. And it's taking a thirty dollar price cut in Japan, which now makes it, I guess, American U.S. dollars would more or less be two sixty nine ninety nine, um, which isn't surprising because as I 
spoke to in that in the text chain that we had going on um, when the Xbox One launched in Japan. I think it was like milk or pork or there was something something weird that people were out shopping for that same day had longer lines than those who were purchasing the Xbox One. So our, I don't know if it's there every day, I would assume it's there every day, but our everyday products had a higher demand than a, a brand new console in an entire country. So it's it's interesting to see them being like, hey, it's not that expensive. <laughs> Biggest thing I think we missed on with the Xbox uh, Series consoles going on for pre-order was the tremendous amount of sales for the Xbox One consoles. Yes. So uh, Amazon reported that seven the Xbox One X, which is the current generation top-of-the-line console, um, saw a 747% increase in sales in one day on that console than they... Than they have like the last six months, whatever. Like they sold more in a lot than they have in the last six months. Um, the Xbox One S also saw an increase. Now look, I'm just gonna say this. I get it. It's confusing. It's very Nintendo of them. I didn't even think about how confusing this would be to this extent um, up until I heard this. But I'm gonna say this: if you're gonna jump on a social media site and take a snapshot of your purchase. And try and flex on people talking about how I got my bills paid, I got my cash stacked, don't talk trash, come at me, blah, 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 and you're not even getting the right thing, <laughs> delete it. Just not not the not the message, your account. Because you clearly don't know what it is you're shopping for. But I got a, br- a bridge over here in Brooklyn I can sell you, and I got some seafront land in Idaho. All day long. I got you. Don't worry, fam. It's just it's it's funny to me. It's really funny to me that people are out here buying the wrong console and getting gassed and thinking they're getting the right thing. And it's like sorry for well, you. But here's the here's the thing. In this trade-off, are they winning? Because okay, yes, people might be flexing, but at the same time, if they are going to be getting a console. What, even though it's last gen, that is going to be outperforming the bottom tier Xbox from this, what will be this upcoming gen, and still be able to play the same games at something comparable to the top of the line of the, this next gen. Why not? Why not? Look, I mean, you're right. I'm going I'm to use a sports analogy here. Um, the San Francisco 49ers were flexing in the third quarter of the Super Bowl this year because they beat, <laughs> you know, all but one of their team out in the entire league to make it to that position. They're better than everybody else. Did they get that ring? They did not. Also happened to Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> three times. But they were no position. 28 to three. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of, oh, man, that was a good one. It's, it's one of those things like, don't flex. Hmm. Hit your homie up. Be like, "Yo, did I buy the right one?" Double, like, double check. Look, I do that for everything. Yeah, like I double check with my people. Am I supposed to be at work today, or you? <laughs> like, and so before you try flex, 
make sure you got the right thing so you don't look like a fool. See, 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 you, you, you threw that number at me for the Xbox One uh, X, and my first thought was, oh, people have been waiting for this moment for next gen to go on pre-order. Then they're just going to go get the other one <laughs> because there's going to be a price drop for it. <laughs> and there hasn't been yet. That's the craziest thing is that the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X are selling for the exact same price that the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X are going to be selling for. Oh, man. That's crazy to me. Like, you you spent all that money, and you did you did all that stuff, and you still didn't even get the new hotness. You, you bought last year's trash. I'm trying to find it. I saw a meme today that had me rolling, and I can't remember what the other one was, but it was a um, person naming the Xbox or the PlayStation consoles, and it was uh, the Count yeah. from Sesame Street, <laughs> PlayStation 1, ah, ah, ah. And then I can't remember what the other one was, but it was some. It was, I have to find this now. I will send it to you as soon as I find. It, I'll send it to you, and I'll, I'll I'll share that gold with you, and uh, we can post it somewhere. I just but love, yeah, uh, I, I have to find it. Yeah, I know people always. It's just like PlayStation's so simple. They know their brand. They know who they're selling to. It's nice. It's simple. It's straightforward. Um, whoever came up with that naming scheme and is continuing it, I hope you get paid all the monies. Get 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 a raise because Xbox fam. Come on. Is it that hard to come up with it, though? Like, they were just like, hey, kindergartner, what should we name the second one in our console, in our, in our line? The 2, the PlayStation 2. <laughs> oh, just an awful idea. Crazy. Xbox is like, what should we name the third one? Uh, the first one. <laughs> name it the first one. Uh, why? Because if you're not first, you're last. Or if you're last, you're first. <laughs> Oh, so Matt, is there anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, I did play Among Us for the first time, and my goodness, <laughs> I don't know if you've had a chance what, to play. Okay, it I I don't know what this is. I have seen a, a lot of this stuff. Like, explain this game to me. So I'm lost. Uh, Among Us is a game that is on Steam. So you can buy it on Steam, or it's free on mobile, uh, and so a lot of people play it mobily, but essentially you have a group of people that are doing tasks uh, on this like spaceship or something like that, or the space station, but there is an imposter who is there to sabotage and kill the crewmates. So the objective is for the crewmates to complete all your tasks before the imposter... Uh, kills everyone or sabotages you so uh that's essentially like the two points of contention and essentially so you can play locally so you can play online you can have groups of friends dedicated in like private uh parties and stuff like that which i think is the most fun because we have a group of people especially people you feel strongly about one way or the other oh man it's it's just just enough to send sparks flying uh, so yeah um i actually played it yesterday uh there's a group of eight of us so we did eight with two imposters so there were six crew members and then two people that were going around killing everyone else um and sabotaging our mission um and and that's essentially the premise of the game 
it's a lot of fun. They have an in-game chat. So what happens is, is if you're killed, you then become a ghost. And then you can see, like, you can still follow everyone around. You can go through walls. Um, but then, more importantly, you can see the chat. So you can see when people are talking to each other. So you can either do it in-game. Or for us, we use Discord to talk to each other to discuss who the imposter is. And then you vote each. Uh, you can report when you find a dead body. Or you can call an emergency meeting and vote who the imposter is. Huh. I kind of jumped around with that explanation, but hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it it has pieced together the things that I've seen and thought I understood and made it a little more simplified. I think I get it. I think I'm catching. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think everyone should try it at least once, um, especially if you're just with a group of friends. Uh, and uh, it, it's very, it feels very high stakes. All right, well, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Probably won't check it out. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to be among us. So, But, Matt, I think it's going to be a short one this week. Go ahead. Why don't you tell them where they can find us at? Uh, guys, as always, you can follow us on social media at The TDM Show on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and we're on Instagram at TDM Show. You can always uh, talk to us on our website at whitenoisestudio.com slash show, uh, You can drop by, just say hi. You can uh, suggest different topics. Or if you want to see a guest on the podcast, we're available on all platforms that podcasts are streaming. Just look for the TDM show. Uh, as always, don't forget to like, favorite, follow, uh, leave a review, and share us with your friends. And you can find me on Twitter at Tongsy, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y. I'm on both consoles, PlayStation, Xbox, Tonks, T-O-N-N-K-S, without the Y. Uh, Usually when you search my name, though, I'm the last one because I don't put all those special characters and whatnots in there. It's like a blessing in in disguise. Crazy. But do me a favor. As we sit top of the show, uh, go find Old Man Mookie. Uh, Is it 833? Something like that. I think that's right. Or it might just be old man. Go to at tdmshow.com uh, on Twitter and, and wish old man Mookie, just put it in there. I think it's old man Mookie, yeah. 833, 388, 833. <laughs> um, wish him a belated happy birthday um, and tell him to get a planner, a day planner that he needs. Oh, he make needs, that he recommendation. Needs a day planner. He needs a scheduler. He needs an assistant that keeps track of that. <laughs> he needs somebody like keeping him in focus. Nope. Yeah. Nope, there's no shiny stuff to look at. Don't yeah, do it. No, no, no. There's it's no like squirrel. A, Don't chase like that squirrel. The State Farm commercials, like I got you a dollar. <laughs> 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 like, to Too slow. <laughs> so, uh, but guys, as always, um, Ricky, get on the podcast. <laughs> get on the po- Let's go. Come on. I don't need your face. I just need your voice. I know you have opinions. I want to hear them. Yes, he lets me know every week. Every week. Every week. Every week. Um, Matt, real quick, before we go, do you have a WAP of the week? Uh, Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a WAP of the week? Let's slow down. Slow down. Buy me dinner first. (laughs) Uh, I think mine has to to deal with Pokemon. I think tomorrow, uh, you guys will probably listen to this after all the Pokemon news has come out. I think they're going to... Um, not only give us the 
date of when you can download or they launch the DLC Frozen Tundra, but they'll also give us the new legendary uh, Zargud or whatever his name is. Um, I don't want to look it up right now, to be honest, but I also think they're going to announce that you can battle and catch the legendary Pokemon in raids. That is my wild-ass prediction this week. See, mine's a little different. I think um, PlayStation's going to do what they've done with Xbox the last couple weeks um, and say, you know what, that was that was a great purchase. Now, this might not be until end of the year, but I think it's going to happen, maybe right before these their, their console drops. Um, I think uh, PlayStation's going to go, you know, we got Spider-Man. It's, it's great. We love it. Um, but I just, I just wanted to let you know, we got Batman too. Mm. And I know, I know WB was like, ah, it's not on the tables anymore. We're not going to sell our game studio. I think PlayStation is going to throw them a big enough bag and be, and, and pick up WB game studios. And they're going to have Batman and the whole DC universe gonna be exclusive on the PlayStation. And just be like, look, you can have, you can have glitchy games. Nobody, everybody likes glitchy games like Fallout. Nobody's going to be mad at it. But we're we're gonna take that that Batman, mm. so have fun not playing Batman on your Xbox, because unlike Xbox, PlayStation definitely will not share, <laughs> especially if they have market share consoles. So that is my WAP of the week with a wild ass prediction that I got for you guys, um, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. If you uh, joined us for this as well, I'm sorry. I look tired. I am tired. It's been a long, long day week month i still think we're in 2020 i don't know how this is working anymore um but thank you again uh we appreciate it um if you guys could as matt said earlier like us subscribe do all the good stuff that everybody always asks about but most importantly please i ask of you wear your mask and wash your hands it's inconvenient sometimes but it's really not that hard save everybody else's lives help out show some human compassion uh we love you guys have a great week.